Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code BILL at checkout. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt. A billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Welcome to the No Spin News, Thursday, January 5th, 2023. Stand up for your country. So Kevin McCarthy, I'm starting to feel sorry for the guy. So eight votes and uh, no speakership as these um, Republicans who despise McCarthy um, are holding out. And it's just like a merry-go-round, round and round and round and round. Now, um, the cold truth is that Americans don't care about this. How do I know that? TV ratings, they're always the indicator. So yesterday, Wednesday, you know, all hell broke loose about McCarthy not being able to secure the Speaker of the House position. You would think that at night people would go to the cable news networks to watch. They didn't. There was a little slight bump up, but not much. Now, if you go out most people don't even know who Kevin McCarthy is. They never heard of him. And that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. So why? Why? Because this is important. I mean, whoever runs the House of Representatives, as Nancy Pelosi well demonstrated, has an enormous amount of power, probably the second most powerful person in the country next to the president. So this is big, right? Who's going to be the next speaker? Americans don't know. Uh, Kevin McCarthy, do your own survey. I mean, the next five people you talk to, 
Ask him, well, what do you think about Kevin McCarthy? That's the question. What do you think about Kevin McCarthy? I guarantee four out of five, not going to know what you're talking about, unless you're in really elite circles. Now, if you watch and listen to the No Spin News, as you are right now, that shows you know and you care, um, but your co-citizens don't. Why? Why don't they? Number one, politics is not generally fun. It's not fun. So fun is right here. Right here. Everybody's got fun in their hand now. Because you can play games here. You can go places. uh, You know what it is. You know what it is. Okay? So if something's not fun and you have something in your hand that can get fun right to you immediately, what do you think you're going to do? And people get addicted. So every spare moment, and you see it. You see it walking down the street eating meals. They can't stop. And so that the other things that are important but not fun go by the wayside. Number two, the fun machines have shortened attention spans. So you're going to watch and listen to me for 42 minutes. Most Americans, many Americans can't do that. They can't sit and watch anything unless stuff is blowing up or it's porn or, or something like that for 42 minutes. But information programming, flow of information, there's no way. The concentration fans are so short. It's why book reading and book sales in America are declining. The people can't sit there with the book because they're too Google-fied. They're used to seeing things that take three or four minutes to read. A 300, 400-page book? I can't do that. And that's ruining the whole publishing business. Poor education. So most people don't know what the House of Representatives is or the Senate. I mean, they heard of it, but, you know, what the interaction is and how laws are passed and how legislation is introduced. And <laughs> no idea. Because they're not taught it. They're not taught it in school. When I was teaching high school way back in the 70s, okay, those kids came in to me and they didn't, it was a blank slate. They nothing. And I was teaching seniors and juniors in high school. I didn't know anything. Okay? Because, you know, in grammar school, it's just not, it's not emphasized. And the teachers teaching the kids, most, a lot of times they don't know. You know, explain the three branches of government, Miss Swanson. <laughs> you know? Okay. And then, folks, many of us are just exhausted. We don't have time for Kevin McCarthy's eight failed votes. If you have to make a living and then you come home to urchins who need your attention and nurturing, You're exhausted. You are. And then to kind of branch off into complicated political machinations, you don't want to do that. You want to watch the game or some dopey reality show. You want to lose yourself and look, I just need a little relief. I don't want to look at Kevin McCarthy and and guys, you know, who hate him. and, uh, And that is an excuse, but it's a valid excuse. 
All right. It's a valid excuse. I don't think Americans have ever had to work harder to prosper than they do now with inflation and, and a, you know, an insane uh, social situation where you can get fired at any moment for saying something that is offends the woke people. It's a lot of pressure on people, a lot. And they come home and they want, they want to turn on the news and watch this one say that one and this one and who is that and no. So the result is that Kevin McCarthy, although a very important story, and it will work itself out, okay? Um, I'm not, I don't think that the country is threatened by this or anything like that. That most people, they're not engaged. They're far more engaged on the four college murders in Idaho than they are on Kevin McCarthy's travails. Because Idaho is exciting in a bad way, but it's a murder mystery. Okay? And now we have, uh, it looks like a resolution to it, but people will follow that. It's like O.J. Simpson. That story was the biggest story, crime story I've ever covered. And it just dwarfed any political thing. All right, so we are living now in a country that is distracted more than ever before because my parents, your parents probably didn't have this addiction, right? If you wanted entertainment, you had to come and watch a network show or go to the movies or put on a record, on a record player, okay? But now it's in your hand. It's changed everything. And, and not for the better, by the way, because right now, America is a corrupt country. And I don't even think most people know that. We are a corrupt country because our political system is not operating in an honest way. It's as simple as that. When you have the FBI interfering with presidential votes, you got corruption at the highest level. The highest level. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say, this Hunter Biden, Joe Biden stuff, there's something there. There's something there. I'm not convicting anybody of anything, but I'm watching that investigation because I believe there's something there. I could be wrong, and if I am wrong, I'm going to apologize. But I don't think I am. We live in a country that's corrupt. And who's trying to solve that problem? Who? The only entity that has the authority to expose the corruption is the House of Representatives under the GOP. That's why McCarthy's situation is so important, because those committees have to get up and running to look into this corruption. There's two big stories. Forget about the other stuff. It's just noise. Number one, FBI, CIA, any of those agencies, did they get involved in the electoral process? Number two, did Vice President Joe Biden take money from his son, Hunter? Money that Hunter got from foreign countries. Those are the two issues. We have committees in the House of Representatives investigating those two things. Forget about the Democratic Party. They never in a million years investigated. 
Forget about the corporate media. Never going into it. Ever. That's different than it used to be. Watergate was generated by the Washington Post. Okay? That will never happen again because those agencies, news agencies, have been corrupted. They're part of the overall corruption of this country. Okay? The reason that I prosper and I'm talking to you now is because I'm not corrupt. I will tell you the truth no matter where it lies. The corporate media will not do that. They won't. You know it. You know it. You see it every time you turn on the channel. So, unless Americans start to really figure it out, this country is going to get more corrupt. And and there's going to be more wild spending. $6.2 trillion in unfunded spending by Joe Biden in less than two years. That's, nobody would believe that 10 years ago. And that's all going to come back on us. It's all going to come back on us. I can't predict how, but you can't spend that kind of money that you don't have and think it's not going to affect the overall economy. It will. And the House of Representatives is the body that controls spending. Ask that question to your friends after you ask them who Kevin McCarthy is. Who controls spending in this country? (laughs) I'm not going to know. I hate to be cynical, but I got to tell you the truth. And that's the memo. All right, so we're watching a McCarthy thing. I mean, I'll update you when I know. It looks like a merry-go-round to me, but I do think it will be worked out next week. So Joe Biden, uh, he talks about border security today under enormous pressure, not only from people who don't like him, but from his own party. Okay, because they know, Americans know, even if you're the dumbest, dimmest person, you know the southern border has collapsed and it's because of Joe Biden. So now he's going to do two things. Today, he gives Remarks on border security and enforcement. Now, this is so complicated, I don't have time to explain it to you. But it's basically countries like Cuba, Venezuela, Nicaragua, and Haiti can't, people from those countries can't come here and ask for asylum. They're getting pushed back. All right? Those four. Why they selected those four, I don't. I mean, there are political situations in those countries. That's one thing. All right. Then there are a whole bunch of other things that Biden is putting out there. That's they're going to do any good at all because nobody understands them. They don't understand them. Border Patrol doesn't understand them. I don't understand. them. I try to figure this out today. It's, it's gibberish. All right. I got two soundbites from Biden. Roll the first one. The actions we're announcing today will make things better. Will make things better but will not fix the border problem completely. There's more that has to be done. I laid that out in the first week I was here. That work will not be done unless and until the Congress enacts and funds a more comprehensive immigration plan that I proposed on day one. Notice the word funds. Yeah, let's go. Hey, funds. All right, more money. No border wall, though. No criminal enforcement. Nope, none of that. No, no, no. You know what his comprehensive plan is, Biden? 
legalization for all immigrants who came here without credentials. That's his immigration plan. It's never going to happen. Republicans are never going to vote for that. Ever. And Biden goes, on day one, on day one, you knocked out Trump's remain in Mexico policy, which had the situation under control. That's what you did. This is all your fault. And now he goes, oh, it's, it's because Congress won't fund. And ah, what a bunch of BS. That's what it is. And this guy doesn't even know what he's talking about. He has no clue what he's talking about. They told him, knock out Trump's remain in Mexico policy. It's inhumane. And Biden said, okay. I mean, that's how dim this guy is. He's dumb and lazy. That's a bad combination. Again, I hate to be disrespectful, but he is. Here's soundbite number two. Go. Well, President Harris led this effort, led this effort to make things better in the countries from which they are leaving. And thanks to her leadership, she's been able to generate more than $3.2 billion from the private sector to create jobs and opportunities in El Salvador, Honduras, and Guatemala. Tell people stay in their own countries, home countries, where it'll be safer and they have some opportunities. President Harris. Now, if you make a slip of the tongue like that, 99% of people hear that and then correct themselves. Not him. President Harris. And as far as the $3.2 billion in private funding, you think a dime of that got to those folks down there? I mean, how much money have we sent Haiti? over the years. Haiti is now a narco state run by drug gangs. There's no authority in Port-au-Prince at all. None. I know because I support charities there and the people who run the charities can't even go. You get on a plane and you're an American and you land at Port-au-Prince airport. There's a very good chance you won't even get to town before you're kidnapped. That's how bad Haiti is. You think Guatemala and Honduras and El Salvador, that money is going to create jobs? Come on. I mean, this is insane. Those are corrupt countries. I mean, the brother of the president of Honduras just indicted for being a massive drug dealer. Biden know that? President Harris. All right. That's 6 million migrants without credentials. That means they didn't have any right to cross over our border, are in the country since Biden was inaugurated. 6 million. Okay, so Biden's going to El Paso on Sunday. Monday we'll have, you know, a very uh, comprehensive report. I hate to use that word comprehensive. Oh, I forgot something. I'm sorry. I told you that the uh, comprehensive immigration reform was all about amnesty. Of course, Biden won't admit that, but you know who admitted it? Charles Schumer admitted it. Roll the tape. Now more than ever, we're short of workers. Uh, We have a population that is not reproducing it on its own with the same level that it used to. The only way we're going to have a great future in America is if we welcome and embrace immigrants, the dreamers and all of them, because our ultimate goal is to help the dreamers, but get a path to citizenship for all 11 million or however many undocumented there are here. Yeah. Yeah. Let them 
And you know who pays for all, all of this? We do. So migrants cross the border, okay, whether it's looking for asylum, whether it's trying to sneak in, whether it's bringing fentanyl, whatever they're doing, okay? We pay for their food, for their shelter, for their health care, okay? Say they come over with some condition, we pay. Then they get transported to wherever they want to go, wherever they want to go. Who pays? We pay. We pay. If Biden, we got to fund it. We got to fund it. That's right. We have to have more money to send anybody who comes here illegally wherever they want to go. Do working men and women in America, American citizens, get free plane and bus tickets to go where you want to go? Do you? No. This, this is so bad, so horrible, I can't even tell you. Anyway, Biden, El Paso, Sunday, Monday, right here on the No Spin News, we'll have it. Let's go to Trump. Now, why am I going to Trump? Because right now he is the only declared presidential candidate for 24. And a year from now, 12 months from now, New Hampshire primary. So this is going to be ramping up pretty fast. So the media, of course, says Trump is finished. He's done. Roll it. By the way, very quickly, Donald Trump. Donald Trump, once again, was very helpful to Kevin McCarthy to the point of it got him not a single new vote. Not a single, not a single vote, which but is It's echoing. kind of a reminder of just, we've been chronicling how much power he's been losing inside the party. I think this is why Trump had been so quiet for a while, for fear that his, his voice doesn't matter. But the calculation was that Trump would always... Trump would always be incredibly popular with the base. And now what you're seeing is I talked to an ally of Donald Trump on Capitol Hill who said that the former president is calling some of these 20 and he doesn't have the juice anymore. Right. No, I mean, look, I think at this point, Trump would have more influence in the process if he were to suddenly say that they need to get rid of Kevin McCarthy or something along those lines, because it's very clear that he doesn't have the power anymore to actually give Kevin McCarthy the speakership. Okay, so the media is writing Trump off. He doesn't have anything. He's lost everything, blah, blah, blah. Rasmussen report out this week, 900 U.S. likely voters. Republican 33, Democrat 35, fair poll. Question, should President Joe Biden run for re-election? Yes, 33%. No, 55 Not sure, 11 If Biden doesn't run, should Vice President Harris run? Yes, 32%. No, 58%. Not sure, 10 should former President Donald Trump run for president again in 24? Yes, 35, higher than Biden. No, 53, lower than Biden. Not by much. Not sure, 11. Okay, so is Trump done? Let's bring in uh, William Galston. He is uh, a chair and senior fellow at the Governance Studies of the Brookings Institute. So what do you think? Um, Donald Trump still uh, maintains power among his base. I put it at about 35 percent of the Republican Party. He's lost power in the independent precincts. Of course, no Democrats will vote for him. With that kind of a resume, um, does he have a chance to regain the presidency, in your opinion? I believe that there is a narrow but real path that connects Donald Trump to a return to the Oval Office. And it consists of two steps. And he'd have to get lucky to have both of them, but it's not impossible. Step number one, we have a structural repeat of the 2016 
Republican nominating contest where you have lots and lots of people in the race at the starting line and many of them stay in too long. Uh, and Donald Trump begins by racking up a series of plurality victories with under 40% of the Republican vote. And by the time the field narrows, it's too late for anyone to give him a serious challenge. That's step number one. Step number two, real circumstances in the world. Uh, imagine, and this is not crazy, that the Federal Reserve Board uh, has to keep on raising interest rates and then has to keep them high from extended period to squeeze inflation out of the system. Under those circumstances, there might be a recession in 20 or lasting into 2024 that would be much deeper than a lot of people are now predicting. Under those circumstances, anything is possible for Mr. Trump. Okay. Now, I don't see a big uh, field for the Republican primary. I see DeSantis, I see Trump, and maybe one or two others, because the money aspect is going to be very hard for a Republican to raise money to run against behemoths like Trump and DeSantis. So maybe there'll be a few fringe players, but it's basically going to come down to Trump, DeSantis. And if they go after each other, that is going to hurt the Republican Party, correct? Uh, not necessarily. I mean, I, I have been through six presidential campaigns, and uh, it is not always the case that a really rough primary campaign works to the disadvantage of the party that staged that primary campaign. Sometimes it can be energizing. Uh, and uh, I've learned the hard way that generalizing from the past to the present and the future is really, really risky business. Uh, I will say, however, that if you're right, Mr. O'Reilly, and it gets down to a two-person race uh, between Trump and DeSantis, I would not take an even money bet on Mr. Trump at this point. Uh, no, you, think DeSantis, reason, you think DeSantis could beat him? I do think DeSantis could beat him. I have some survey evidence uh, uh, the, in the last few surveys, uh, DeSantis, at least the ones I've seen, DeSantis has had quite a healthy lead over Mr. Trump. I saw one that was DeSantis 52, Trump 38, those high quality poll. On the other hand, it's very early days. Yeah. But I do think the surprising number of Republicans, or maybe not surprising, are coming to the conclusion that with someone like DeSantis, they can get most of what they like about Donald Trump with very little of what they dislike about Donald Trump. And that's a pretty attractive package. I believe, and I know Trump as well as anybody, that if he would moderate his flamboyance, stop with the previous election, and run on his four-year record, which I you know, chronicled pretty micro uh, in the uh, Trump-O'Reilly history tours. I mean, he did a pretty good job if you just step back and look at it unemotionally. The economy was very vibrant. He had Putin under control. He had the border under control in his last year. He did uh, a pretty good, efficient job of running country. But that's been overshadowed by the bombast, Trump, and the obsession with the previous election. But if he would take a hiatus of two months, three months, let history unfold, because I agree with you, it's not going to be a good year for Joe Biden and the Democrats. This is not going to be a good year for them. And then come back maybe in May and June 
and really launch his campaign, he might take on some momentum because he doesn't have any momentum now, correct? You're absolutely right. Uh, and I've been stunned at how poorly he and the people around him have conducted uh, the first couple of months of the campaign. Uh, I don't know what they're thinking, frankly. Uh, and with that stunt about you know the the Trump playing cards or whatever the heck they are, uh, you know he came perilously close to turning himself into a laughing stock, and that is never good for anyone. I agree with your analysis that if he set aside, you know, this obsession with the past, if he changed his tone, uh, that that would improve his prospects. But that has been so obviously true for so long that the fact that he hasn't been able to do it up to now suggests to me that he may not be able to do it yeah, and sustain it, it for any length of time. It's a discipline, there's no doubt about it, and Donald Trump is not known for uh, his discipline. Very interesting uh, conversation, Ms. Galveston. I'm going to have you back and maybe in a couple of months to just follow this Trump campaign and the ins and outs of it. But I appreciate your analysis and thanks for helping us out. It's been my pleasure. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt, a billion. Whether you're in the hole for 10,000 or 10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Abortion pills. So you get a prescription now. Uh, you can go to CVS or any place and get an abortion pill. Okay. Um, you can also get them through the mail. This is all legal now. Um, you know, I don't do a lot of abortion coverage because as a Roman Catholic, I subscribe to my faith that a human being comes into this world upon conception. It's as simple as that. That's what the Catholic belief is, the theological belief. So I don't want to impose that on anyone. And so the conversation doesn't go anyplace when I'm involved with the abortion thing, because that's my belief. I was asked about it last night on News Nation with Chris Cuomo. Roll the tape. I'm not a good guy to talk about abortion because I believe in what my faith teaches that uh, it is a human on conception. Now, would I impose that on everybody if I were an elected official? No, um, but I would follow the science. You know how the left loves the science. Fetal heartbeat, there you go. You got it. There it is. Yeah, so if you're going to follow the science, that should be the litmus test about destroying the unborn.
in my opinion, my humble opinion, okay? Um, but I thought you might want to see that uh, back and forth. Cuomo didn't push back on me, by the way. Uh, he's Catholic, too. And his father, Mario Cuomo, former governor of New York, you know, he was the one who first said, well, I don't let my personal beliefs interfere with my civic duty as an elected official. You can only take that so far. You've got to have some kind of belief in when the law, U.S. law, starts to protect the unborn, and I believe it should be at a fetal heartbeat. I believe it should be on conception, but that's a religious belief. But the fetal heartbeat, that's a legal belief, in my opinion. Okay, people leaving, you, you know this story, but it's more data, so I, I'm, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. But U-Haul, you know U-Haul. Call them up, they send a truck, you rent a truck, you throw your gear, and you go where you want. All right, so they keep track of where people go. Um, now, this is the low end. If you've got a lot of money, you hire uh, a big company, Allied Van Lines or whatever, and they come and they pack it all up and take it where you want to take it. But if you're a working class person, you don't want to spend big bucks, you get the U-Haul, you do it yourself. Okay, so here are the top five states, according to U-Haul, people are going to. Number one, Texas. Number two, Florida. Number three, South Carolina. That's interesting. South Carolina is the third. North Carolina, four, and Virginia, five. Okay? So um, I, I, that South Carolina caught my eye. Small state, but living costs are relatively low there, and taxes are low. They don't bother you. <laughs> Columbia is the capital of South Carolina, and Columbia's not bothering you. Albany bothers me every day here in New York. I had a friend who moved down to the low country. He likes it. I mean, he's having, you know, it's hot and humid in the summer. You got to be prepared for that unless you have a northern place. But uh, he likes it down there. So here are the states that um, the U-Haul people are moving out of. Number one, California. And now it's like raining. It's either drought or rain. Now they're all drowning in the rain in California. Illinois, totally out of control because of the Pritzker family. Michigan, cold, dreary Michigan, used to be a vibrant state when capitalism was respected. It is no longer in that state. Massachusetts, well, you know about how left-wing that is, and my home state of New York, which is getting more and more difficult for anybody to live here with the crime and the taxes and the congestion and the pollution. I mean, it's bad. Okay, so I thought you'd like to know that. Now, here's an interesting study for those of you who have urchins, and I have them. You probably have them or grandkids. A University of North Carolina study says that the urchins ages 12 to 13 are in danger if they are checking their cell phones all the time. Okay? And it's true. So among 6th and 7th graders recruited from middle school for this study in North Carolina. The results suggest that habitual checking of social media in early adolescence may be associated with changes in neutral sensitivity to anticipation of social rewards and punishments. That's pinheady gobbledygook gibberish, okay? What this study is saying is that the urchins are going to get addicted to this, and they will. Because as we said at the top of the show, 
with the voters and the adults, this is addicting, takes you immediately away from reality, and people are living on this rather than in the real world. Well, if you're a kid, the intensity is tenfold. So I, I can't, you know, my kids are in college now. I can't regulate it like I did when they were here, but I avoided their early teens because I regulated it pretty hard. Smart life. Now, this is important if you need money or want to make a little extra money. So get a pen and paper. I'm going to count to five. One, two, three, four, five. Here's smart life. So there are places on social media where you can sell your stuff. I don't know about you, but I got a lot of stuff from my childhood that might be worth some money. So the first thing is Facebook Marketplace, all right? And you can buy and sell all kinds of goods, tools, toys and games, furniture, uh, baby stuff, vehicles, anything you want. So you go to the Facebook app, whatever that is, um, and there's a marketplace there. And um, you can use it, and it's free. No fees. So you got to figure all this out in the marketplace. That's your job. But it's there if you want to sell things. Poshmark, P-O-S-H-M-A-R-K, is an e-commerce website where app users can buy and sell what they want clothing, accessories, whatever you want, okay? And Poshmark will take a fee, not a, not a lot. Um, if you sell more than $15, they take 20%, which is $3. But if you sell something for $500, they still take 20%. Poshmark. And finally, Mercari, M-E-R-C-A-R-I, Selling app that makes it easy to sell pretty much anything. They take 10%. So it's Mercari, M-E-R-C-A-R-I dot com. And uh, you go there and they have the store and you can sell stuff. That sounds like a good deal to me. If you need some extra money, you got some stuff you want to sell, do that. Okay, this day in history, January 5th, 1919, the Nazi party got underway in Germany. A guy named Anton Drexler started it. Remember 1919, right after World War I, where Germany lost, okay, and they were punished. And uh, the German people were mad. Too bad. All right, too bad. Well, the Nazi party got nowhere from 1919 to 1929, 10 years. Didn't do anything in Germany. Then the Great Depression hit. Germany was hit hardest of any country in the world by the Great Depression. All right. Many, many Germans, you know, out of work, destitute. And then the Nazi party started to rise because Hitler, who was involved from the very beginning, all right, blamed the communists and the Jews for the Great Depression. And at its height, 44 percent of the German population in 1933 voted for Hitler and the Nazis. And it all started 104 years ago today. Okay, we got some mail. And uh, final thought, we'll be right back. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. 
If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. All right, here is the mail segment. If you would like to be included in this, bill at BillOReilly.com. Bill at BillOReilly.com. For those of you listening on the radio, we have more than 100 stations that carry the No Spin News now. Name and town. The TV people have got it. But the radio people, name and town if you write me a letter, because I'd like to use it. Now, when you write a letter, it has to be of interest to a lot of people. Because we got millions of people listen to us. It can't be just something you want. It's got to kind of be a little wider, all right, if you want to get it read. So Mary Jane, concierge member, I hope you all check that program out. It'll be very important this year for your life. Mary Jane says the two-day voting marathon in the House is nothing more than an embarrassing spectacle. They should go behind closed doors, duke it out, and come out with a unified decision on who should be speaker. Okay. I, I mean, I'm all for negotiation, but... Some of these people, these far-right people in the House, don't look like they want to negotiate anything. Gloria, another concierge member, Biden's party is a solid block, Democrats. Yes, that's true. Yet, here he is in Kentucky and saying we have to work together. By that, he means Republicans have to give in to whatever the Democrats want. Donna, another concierge member, three in a row, and all women, and we're happy to have you. What a chaotic mess the Republicans have created. I never agree with James Carville, but now he's right when he says the Republicans are committing political suicide for 24. I don't think so, Donna. I think this will be worked out, and I think people will forget about it, and I don't think it'll be an issue in 24. I could be wrong, but Carville is very rarely right. Peggy Davis, Philadelphia. How can Republican vote for Democrat for Speaker? I'm shocked and appalled. No Republican's going to vote for uh, Jeffries as speaker. He, he's not going to get one vote. That would be, you couldn't do it. If you were a Republican elected to the House and you voted for a Democrat speaker, you're done. So that won't happen. David, concierge member. Bill, while your points regarding the shortcomings of the various airlines are valid, there's one point you're not up to speed on. Many airline pilots retired early because of the COVID lockdowns. 
the education training of new pilots is a long process. Um, that is true. So why don't the airlines then make their schedules to coincide with their personnel? David, the problem here is they have all these flights scheduled and they can't fly them. So yeah, they're looking for pilots, bring the schedules down. Make sense? I mean, we're still running 40% delays this week on the major airlines. Ridiculous. It's absurd. Ralph, um, 100% right on the airlines, O'Reilly. Look at how much the airlines got free from the government during COVID, and they didn't hire baggage handlers or other people. Exactly right. They got billions of dollars. We gave it to them, taxpayers, on the COVID front, and they just put it in a bank. Uh, Jim Knox, Jacksonville, North Carolina. I lost some respect for Barbara Walters um, because of her softball interviews with Clinton and Obama. She was not me. She was a celebrity interviewer. That's who she was. Antonio Colonna, New York City. Bill, enjoy the no-spin news. Your broadcast is more than worth the price of a subscription. Thank you. You mentioned on Tuesday the government pays for transporting migrants to their desired destinations. I witnessed this the other day on a return trip from Phoenix to Newark. There were six migrants on the flight. It was obvious that everything they had was paid for by the taxpayer. Absolutely. Absolutely right. And that is going to run into hundreds of billions of dollars. Crazy. Word of the day, no flummery. F-L-U-M-M-E-R-Y. Great word. No flummery. And we'd like you to go to the BillOReilly.com store and pick up some great stuff. Final thought in a moment. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here is the final thought of the day. I don't have a lot of time. I'm up against the clock, but it's going to be a rough six months for Joe Biden. Once we get by this House uh, Speaker thing, the investigations are going to kick in. As I said up top, man, if I had a bet, Biden and his son, that's not going to turn out well for either of them. FBI, not going to turn out well for the FBI. Now, I could be wrong. I know a lot of you are cynical about it. But those things, to me, it's not going to take a lot to expose them. Thank you for watching and listening to the No Spin News. Uh, We'll have a new column on Sunday New, and we will see you again on Monday. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming, might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team 
has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt. A billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you.